Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. The following program is sponsored by Senior Class Media. Welcome to Sunshine Care Health and Wellness. Over the next hour, we'll help you discover the exciting advances in nutrition, cooking, activity, sleep, and more. Call 918-460-5764. That's 918-460-KRMG. Or send us your open mics by using the free KRMG app. It's Sunshine Care Health and Wellness on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. And good Sunday morning to you. My name is Russell Mills. Thanks for tuning in for Sunshine Care Health and Wellness. It's a little chilly out there, but the sun is shining and Dr. Donald Simmons is in the house. Good morning, sir. How are you today? And good morning to you too, Russell. You know, it, it's Sunday. I get to come hang out with you. I get to come hang, hang out with Rusty and uh, Mike and, and Crystal even. You know, <laughs> it, it, all right, she, she's always good for a smile at least. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a good day. Good. And, and I don't have to go back to work today. I, I don't oh. have to. And so you got big plans? Um, Doctor's golf, right? You just you just head. I'm teasing from you. Time to time, I've been known to be out on the links, but today we're actually uh, got got a a good friend of mine is is having a uh, a mimosa day. Mimosa. So we're we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go hang out with uh, the the uh, the Haxtons and uh, and and just kind of kind of chill some this afternoon. And and unfortunately, that's what we'll be doing is chilling. Because somebody did not order up any better weather for us to have. <laughs> so I'm actually wearing a, a hoodie today. I'm, I'm not normally a hoodie person, but kind of had to this morning leaving Bartlesville when it was below freezing. It could be worse. You know, we're going to get up into, what, uh, lower 60s. And But the nice thing is no clouds. We had sunshine today. So get out there and get a little bit of vitamin D. It's good for you. Yeah, but we want clouds is, is the thing. We're, we're actually about to go to stage three water rationing in Bartlesville. Y'all, y'all aren't really having to do that here in Tulsa. It's not too bad down here, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a fairly large area of the state that remains under drought. Well, we're, we should get some more rain coming up this Week, well, so. I was just watching on on the news their projections of where it is, and and but Bartlesville ha- has this this it's some sort of a force field around it because <laughs> a, a storm can be coming towards Bartlesville and then it splits and goes around it. That happens. Um, and and actually, uh, what tr- truly what I saw is, is where we really need rain is up in um, in South Central Kansas and southeastern Kansas, uh, and it seemed to be favoring more towards Tulsa and South. So. I'm 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 trying not to get my feelings hurt by them show, showing that up there. Uh, who knows? Time will tell. We, we'll get what we get. It will. And you're right. Uh, part of central South Central Kansas has been in D4 drought, which is the worst. The the National Drought Monitor is something that we check pretty much every week uh, at one point or another in in the newsroom. 
as them in that deepest red drought, and that is that is not good news. So uh, here's the deal, folks. We have open phone lines. We've got several ways for you to contact us or talk to us this morning. If you've got questions or comments, anything that has to do with medicine or health, uh, wellness, and that is going to be kind of where we're going to take the conversation here in a moment. But let's start by giving you the digits. If you'd like to be on the phone, and that is the preferred method. Uh, I know you got to be brave to be on the radio, and I'm teasing, but, you know, you're just talking to me and and Dr. Dono here, or Crystal, you know, whoever answers the phone. Uh, The phone number is 918-460-KRMG, 918-460-5764. And you can call and talk to Crystal, leave your question that way. If you don't want to be on the air, that's cool. The reason we like to have you on the phone is, you know, if the doctor needs to answer or ask a follow-up question, that's that's super helpful to have you there to answer it. The uh, other methods are, one, you can text us. The text number is 70123. And just ask that you type KRMG at the beginning of your query or comment so that it gets routed to the correct radio station. We share that texting service. And finally, you've got the open mic on the KRMG app. If you don't have the KRMG app on your phone, well, you might as well grab it. It's free. You can get all the latest news, weather, and traffic on it. You've got news on demand, so you can have news anytime you want, the latest newscast. And, of course, you can also send us questions for Dr. Dono on that open mic. You get about 15 seconds to do that. All right, so we are uh, looking for changes in the healthcare system. I will say I did a really interesting interview this last week uh, with a, a doctor who's written a book about it. He says, we don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system in the United States, and we need to start changing that around. And I know that that is a theme that I think would appeal to you, Dr. Donna. You're, you're sort of more of a proactive sort of physician. Or am I just reading into what you've said on the air here over the years? So I'll, I'll throw two comments to that. Number one is if you've listened to this show, um, it, it's a recurring theme, you know, because it, it, it is my life, um, you know, as, as to how we're doing this. Um, you know, my education in family medicine and primary care, um, one of the biggest parts of my education is um, preventative medicine and how can we keep people safe, happy, healthy, and out of the hospital. Um, And that actually comes along with it. In so doing, we are being more responsible with the healthcare resources and finances that, that are available to us. So that's kind of what my education has been. And, and then that's the great thing that I, I stumble across this opportunity with uh, some guy that calls me up one day by the name of Rusty McMurray, you know, that we, we have this opportunity to, to actually start putting that into, putting that into action. You know, we, we, you, it's, it's great to be taught things. It's great to, to understand things, to know what you need to do. Uh, but to be able to take it and, and actually go out into the world and, and go start implementing that is, it, it's, it's, it's magical. You know, it's huge to be able to have that opportunity. 
you know, I, yes, I do get that opportunity every day with my patients. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always supposed to be talking with them about preventative medicine and, uh, and have they had their screening? Have they had all of their vaccinations? Have they had their colon cancer screening? Have they had their prostate cancer screening? Have they had their breast cancer screening, their cervical cancer screening? We've got this myriad list of things that we can look out for and try and prevent. Um, yeah, but Sunshine Care has very much given me the opportunity to, to, to put that even further into practice, you know, to, to make a difference in, in the lives of the folks. They really need it most uh, of all because I, I don't feel like it's a, bit, a, a very long stretch to, to suggest that our seniors are the, the biggest utilizers of healthcare resources um, that, that we have. Um, and often the quality of care that they receive is is not as good as it is for everybody else, you know. Especially those in the nursing home, they they tend to be kind of brushed over. Um, and and the hard part you get with a nursing home is the, the 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 nurses that are there they see the same patient every day, so it's hard for them to sometimes pick up on some of the subtle changes because it's not so subtle to them. So I just love what we're getting the opportunity to do here. We're, um, I'm, I'm blathering on. No, it's okay. Uh, but, but it's, but it's I, you know, the doctor that I spoke with, his name is Dr. Uh, Firuz Danishkari. And, and he started a, a, a company called Bowtie Medical. And essentially he's saying, you know, if, if all our health problems are that not in the center of the tie, Traditional medicine generally tends to address them after they're a problem. In other words, we wait until folks get sick or broken, and then we try to fix them. He wants to which be, ends up having two or three triple knots and, and double knots all together in there. Well, and what what it does is it it's, it leads to bad outcomes. He's he's like you know we need to we need to really take care of ourselves before we get to that point and try to prevent going into the hospital. Try to prevent and and you were talking about our our, our senior folks. Well, obviously, they're going to have more health problems because that's what happens when you get older. Yes, sir. And the population of the United States is getting older. We're having fewer children and living a lot longer. It just only makes sense that the healthcare system is going to face a larger and larger, I guess, slope as it's trying to catch up on all that. Maybe we need to try and start getting ahead a little bit. I think that's generally what he's talking about. And I think that's kind of what Sunshine Care is trying that's to do. That's ab- absolutely what our, what our goal is. That's what our, our motto is. You know, again, you may have heard me say it several times that the, the past of, of medicine and the past history of medicine is what can I do to you that makes me money? And, and unfortunately, you know, that's not being disparaging against health care. That's just the way we were built. We were built around doing things to patients and procedures and such um, that, that generates income. And, and, and a lot of that is necessary, um, you know, but a lot of that, if we could find a way to prevent it, which my comment then is that the future of medicine is what can I do to not have to do stuff to you? What can I do to keep you safe, healthy, happy, and out of the hospital? And, uh, you know, fortunately, those opportunities are there to, to be able to move in that direction. And, and Sunshine Care, not the only company that's doing it, but they're the Tulsa company that's doing it. And, and although I I'm, was t- kind of teasing Rusty, it's, gonna, it's way more than Tulsa now. He's been back and forth to we're, Florida. We're the, we're the Tulsa company. We're, we're trying to expand into, into Florida, which, which we currently are. We're trying to move to expand into Texas. 
Um, you know, we, we love the idea that we've got. Everybody that we talk to loves the idea that we've got. And, and so we're, now it's just a matter of, of finding the pieces to, to put in place to make it happen. Spread the love. We're going we're gonna to talk more about that and more about your health. Coming up on Sunshine Care Health and Wellness, quick time out. We'll be right back. You're listening to 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Sunshine Care Health and Wellness. I'm Russell Mills. Appreciate you tuning in this morning. Our phone lines are open. If you'd like to hear from me, the phone number is 918-460-KRMG. That is 5764 in the Don't Hate the 918 area code. Um, We are having some issues with the text board today. I'm not sure what's up with that, but you can also use the open mic on the KRMG app. And I encourage you to have the KRMG app on your phone. It is free and the open mic uh, thing, that thing works pretty good. You can also just, you know, sort of hit us up on the Facebook page if you want to. But primarily our preference in case we need to... Ask a follow-up question. I see the phone ringing, Crystal, is uh, that you give us a call, 918-460-KRMG, 918-460-5764. I did have uh, somebody ask me a question, though, um, Doc, off the air, and I said I would ask you. It is about wound care. Like, is there a rule of thumb for when I should go to the emergency room and get stitches and when I should just rub a little dirt on it and get on with my day? So that one's always a fun one to answer because every wound, every injury is is different and unique. Um, you know, but some of the general guidelines and, and, and things that I go by is if, if it's a laceration or a wound that's been present for longer than about 12 to 24 hours or so, we're not going to close it. We're not going to put stitches in that because it's going to, to cause more trouble closing it than, than the benefit we get from doing so. Um, yeah, and, and then really the, the biggest rule of thumb that I go by is um, how deep it goes and how much, how basically how wide it gapes open. Um, you know, if, if something's a fairly superficial thing and it, it really doesn't gap open very much, then, then we can probably do just as well, um, as you say, rubbing some dirt, squirting some Windex on it and keeping going. Um, sometimes a Band-Aid across it, sometimes uh, uh, we use Steri strips or, or, or people like to call them butterfly um, bandages. Uh, but you know, if if it gapes open, or, or really the, the, the other thing is if it's bleeding and you can't get the bleeding to stop, um, then, then that's going to be something that we're probably going to want to look at. Um, you know, one of the jokes we have in medicine is that all bleeding eventually stops, yeah. uh, but we, we, we would prefer to, to be able to get that stopped uh, before it starts causing trouble. So um, I actually had a young lady that I took care of in the emergency room yesterday. I can't give any information, but she'd been bit by a dog uh, to, to her face. Um, and actually had a, a, a laceration to her upper lip um, that you could look at it and see, boy, that goes a little deeper than what you'd like to look at. And it, it, it opened probably a good quarter to a half an inch wide. You know, and, and it's the kind of thing that you can look at it and say, that needs to be closed because it's not going to heal well. And, and if we've got a, a young lady that we want to preserve as much as we can in the way of function and appearance, we, we want to decrease the risk that she's going to have a big scar on her face. 
Um, so we went ahead and, uh, and, and closed that up. Um, and I actually felt pretty good about doing so because it ended up looking good in the end. Um, it had a, a rather fat, swollen lip, uh, but th- that'll go down, and it should actually heal up pretty well. So where did that Windex thing come from? Because we, we always had the rub, on, rub the dirt on it thing when I was a kid. I, I'm not familiar with the Windex thing, but the person who asked the question said the same thing. So, well, and he had sent me the message as well. Ah. So the, uh, the, 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 there was a movie probably back in the 90s, um, that, that was called My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, yeah. And w- one of the, the, the characters in that, uh, in that movie was a, uh, um, the, the father-in-law or, or the Greek father in, in the movie. Uh, and anytime anybody had any sort of a wound, he would come through and, and, and have his bottle of Windex and he would squirt it before anybody else could do anything else. <laughs> and, and that was his assertion that, um, that that squirting Windex on any wound was was all that was required uh, to to be able to to take care of that. So. Um caveat there that is absolutely not sound medical <laughs> advice that, that is not suggested by dr simmons by director by sunshine care by uh by any uh, one here at cox media group <laughs> right or any, any ma- human ma- with a half a lick of sense it's oh, actually a ma- ma- making light of, of a reference from from a previous movie all right no windex no bleach everyone nope. clear on that yep. okay very good uh, david is calling from broken arrow you know i, I I knew we could count on David to call in at some point, and and uh, he's kind of a regular caller and always has good questions. So, David, this has uh, a query about side effects. Uh, how can we help you this morning? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good, always good to talk to you guys. Uh, the doctor had uh, put me on, uh, well, originally it didn't trust to work perfect to work wonders. Of course, the insurance company did a number on that. So the doctor put me on Losartan. And it works too good. So now she's got me on uh, Valsartan, which is a little more potent. I uh, read the side effects can give you some lightheadedness and dizziness, and it should wear off in time. And I'm not, not too concerned with that little side effect I'm having. Uh, at the same time, she put me on the Repatha for the cholesterol-reducing shots in the tummy. Uh, the thing that concerns me, I've got some uh, muscle weakness in my legs. Uh, I don't see any side effects caused by either one of those drugs about that, but uh, it, it also Repatha, I've read where it, it actually they're finding out that it dissolves plaque in the arteries, which sounds fantastic. So I'm kind of on the uh, edge. I don't know if I should kind of uh, keep taking that or, or just kind of see how my the muscle weakness gets in my legs or, or if it's even connected. Well, good morning, brother. I'm I'm glad you've called. You're actually kind of a savior for us because we were having having to figure out things to talk about this morning, especially since uh, the uh, the texting system is down. That's where we get a lot of our seed questions to kind of get started on things. Um, but uh, you know, a, a couple of those things that you've talked about, let's 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 introduce them and and, and talk about them. The the losartan and then the valsartan are uh, in a category of medications we use to treat blood pressure. Uh, they're called angiotensin II receptor blockers, which doesn't mean a darn thing to ninety nine point forty four percent of the listening audience. But what they do is they work on blood pressure through a, a, a system through our our kidney function. Um, and what we found over the course of time is that we're helpful uh, to the kidneys w- when we're able to use these medications. Um, so they're protective of the kidneys. And anybody who has 
cardiovascular disease, we want to do everything we can to save the kidneys and keep them healthy, happy, safe, and out of the hospital. Um, so the, the, the fortunate thing about the, the ACE, ACE inhibitors and the ARBs uh, is, is that there's really not a huge amount of, uh, of side effects with them. Yes, they can drop your blood pressure, and when you drop the blood pressure, what's going to happen to your lightheadedness? It, it's going to get worse. So that is one of the things, especially if your body is not used to a blood pressure that's lower than where it is. You know, a lot of times our body are able to get used to a 170 over 98 blood pressure that your doctor would look at that and, and, and frown and say, I don't want you there. Um, we, we go start messing with that and tinkering with that. And your body says, but wait, I like 170 over 98 instead of 130 over 70. Um, and, and, and so that's one of the things that's sometimes a little hard to get used to. As far as the Repatha is concerned, you know, it, it works differently than the other cholesterol medicines that, that are out there. Um, you know, kind of the first cholesterol medicines that we really had that did much of anything that we were able to prove did stuff was the statins. Um, and, and there are several of them in that category, Crestor, Lipitor, Zocor, uh, Pravacol, uh, are, are kind of the, the, the newer versions of that. We did discover over the course of time that, yes, those can have problems with our muscles. They can either cause muscle pain, mm -hmm. they can cause muscle weakness. Um, and, and it's something that we actually learned that, you know, you really got to pay attention to that if, if your doctor has you on one of those medications. Sometimes even to the point that we had to check blood work to evaluate our muscle function and make sure that they were okay. So that actually led to the development of um, the... the, the uh, um, th this new medication, and, and it works in a different way. It works on some of the receptors that are involved with how our body packages and, 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 and promotes cholesterol, and, and it really seems to be working well to bring cholesterol down with a different set of side effects. In general, muscle weakness, muscle fatigue is not felt to be one of those. I would probably, you know, I'm not going to put, point a finger and say it's not the, um, the, the new medicine that you're on, but I can't promise that it's not. You know, you, you, obviously you have got congestive heart failure and hypertension, so those are some other things that can play in with that. Um, but I, I don't think that it's going to be because of that new medicine. Right. I was on Lipitor about 15, 20 years ago, and it just turned my muscles to mush. And Ugh. so you can see why there's a little bit of a pink flag here with the repetition. <laughs> pink but, flag. Uh, see what he did there? Hey, listen, David, we're going to take a quick time out. Got to hit the news here in about, oh, you know, 30 seconds or so. Uh, but stick around. You can, you're absolutely welcome to stick around through the break. I know you've done it before. You're listening to Sunshine Care Health and Wellness on 1023 KRMG. Back to Sunshine Care Health and Wellness. I'm Russell Mills. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. We do appreciate uh, your listening. And we're here every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. and taking calls and taking open mics, answering questions, querying queries, solving the problems of the world with this guy, Dr. Donald Simmons. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, brother. We're curing the sick, healing the lame, and stamping out disease one person at a time. One person at a time. Same way you eat an elephant, right? One Absolutely. bite at a time. All right. I think Don stayed on the line with us. I know David. we do have another caller. Matthew, hang in there, Matthew, just for a moment or two, if you would be so kind. Don, uh, did you have a follow-up question for the doc? We were talking about uh, side effects of some of the medication that you're taking. 
Uh, no, I'm good on that. Uh, by the way, I was glad to see you all have a replay on your uh, online uh, website. I, I, if I miss your show, I can see it. On, yes. Listen to it, uh, I called you Don. It's David. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, my brain That's is okay. not functional this morning. Yes, if you go to uh, either the KRMG app or krmg.com and go to the on-demand section, uh, you can find all of a podcast of this show and pretty much every Sunday all the way back for several years. And just, just, to, just to forewarn everyone out there, some of them are really good and some of them are really dry. <laughs> and I, you know, I think they're all just wonderful, Don. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, any other, any other questions, uh, David, that we can help you with? Oh, just a quick thing. I was going to follow up on that uh, uh, PSA test they took about the pH issue. Yes, sir. Uh, it's in the normal range. Normal range, and Less she's it. checked my testosterone level twice. She said uh, eleven hundred, and is that? Uh, and she said that's fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, take a lot of supplements, but is that for sixty-nine year old? Is that a little bit? Is that abnormally high? I know one thousand is the top of the normal range. Are you taking uh, testosterone treatment or testosterone shots, or is that just David's natural level? That's my uh, my natural supplements uh, I help, I think. It's just rather, me. Rather than, than you consider yourself a healthy specimen of a man, um, you know, the, the, the normal range is 250 up to somewhere close to about 900 or so. Um, and, and I've seen people up, up higher than that. Um, you know, as I would definitely continue to keep checking the PSA because with that, ele- you know, an elevated high end normal of testosterone, um, you know, you, you want to keep a watch on the, on the prostate and the PSA and make sure that it's not running away from you. But outside of that, in, enjoy, enjoy your life, brother. Uh, enjoy the energy okay. that you've got and, and the, the, the virulence that you've got and, and, and just keep going. All right. Thank you much. Thanks for listening. Thanks Thanks for for calling, calling, David. Much appreciated. All right. So we've got another call. uh, This one from uh, Matthew uh, from Coweta. Matthew, thank you for listening and thanks for calling in. Uh, Crystal wrote that it's, uh, you have a question about intermittent exotrophia. Did I get that right? Yeah, I think I'm not 100% on the pronunciation. I would think it would be either. but (laughs) But go ahead. Yeah, so it's just um, it's an eye condition that only affects one percent of the population, if that. And what I found interesting was that Da Vinci himself had, or what they assumed Da Vinci had, this particular eye ailment, and that might have been part of the reason why he was able to uh, basically do mirror writing and other things like backwards and forwards. I just was kind of curious if the doctor knew anything about it to kind of shed a little bit more light on it, because uh, kind of the readings on it was sparse. So if he has any information, I'll be glad to hear. It. Absolutely. So, uh, when when it comes to our eyes, you know, God did just an amazing job designing the, the human body. Um, I'm sure it's developed and, and evolved over the course of time as well. Uh, but the the ability that we have that our eyes can pretty well move in all of the directions that they move is absolutely amazing. And the fact that they can do so in the huge majority of the time, they do so in a coordinated manner. So the, the mechanics of how our eye works and, and how eye movement works is there's actually five muscles for each eye that, that kind of help control them and tell them where to go. Um, you know, there's, there's basically kind of the four cardinal directions, um, you know, northeast, southwest, uh, up, down, left, right uh, are there. And then there's another one that kind of helps it go 
um, kind of to the corner. It's called the lateral rectus uh, muscle. And between the five muscles on each side, they do a pretty good job of controlling, and we don't have a whole lot of trouble. So what, what you are describing, this intermittent um, exotropia, um, is, is actually the opposite of esotropia. And, and basically what it is, is exotropia is where the muscle that makes your eye turn to the outside is being more powerful than the one that makes it turn to the inside. And sometimes it's because one is more powerful. Sometimes it's because the one that should keep it straight and, and, and keep it from going outward is, is weak for various reasons. Um, you know, so one, one of the other things that we see sometimes is when, uh, when, when the, the one that kind of makes it go to the corner uh, starts getting funny. And, and you know, it, we learn about all of these in medical school. And then most of the time, most people never see th- this kind of an issue. Most doctors never see this kind of an issue. So sometimes when we hear about it or read about it or see a patient that's got kind of funny eye movement, we, we kind of panic and, and have to figure out, oh, great, what, what, uh, I remember learning about that, but is that a big deal or? not a big deal. Um, you know, in general, it's felt to be more of, of a nerve and muscle problem than anything else. Um, you know, and, and what it really comes down to is how often is it happening and how much of a pain in the rear end is it for you when it does happen? Is it something that's manageable or, or is it something that, uh, that, that needs to be worked on? Um, I, I think one of the hallmarks of what they try and do is they actually try and uh, strengthen the muscles that are uh, felt to be weak. And, and interestingly, I, I think they do that a lot with patching the good eye uh, and, and leaving the bad eye and actually exercising those muscles. Um, you know, beyond that, it, it actually gets into stuff that uh, I didn't learn about back in school. Um, so, but it, it's, it's not felt to be, a, a, a obviously, a life-threatening thing. Uh, it's kind of an annoyance sort of thing uh, that, that you got to deal with. How, how much trouble do you have from it? Uh, and tell me more about your situation, Matthew. Oh, I don't have it at all. I ah, just thought okay. it was interesting that it was something that Da Vinci himself, um, they assumed that he had. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned was like it, basically like the treatment for like lazy eyes. And I might have been mis- mistaken when you said it, but you mentioned that this was an overexertion of the muscle. Wouldn't that be like if you treated it like um, a lazy eye, for instance, if it was an overexertion of the muscle, would that not be the same thing? Because I thought that lazy eyes were the lack of muscle movement. That's why they used like some of the venom from um, arachnids to try to strengthen the elasticity with the muscles after they aged out of a certain age group. So when you look at it, 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 it becomes a question of is one muscle, you know, in the human body, we have uh, paired muscles that, that oppose each other. We have what are called flexors. We have extensors. You know, one pulls away from the body, one t- pulls towards the body. Um, and the eye, and just like I mentioned, you have those four cardinal directions, and they work together to, to, to keep things going. And, and where we run into problem is either when one side is pulling more than it should or the other side is pulling less than it should. And, and, and with a lazy eye, it, it's usually more of a problem with with one pulling less than it should. Um, and, and that's where we want to try and uh, strengthen that one. Yes, they have used Botox um, and, and some of the other uh, um, kind of out-of-the-ordinary treatments to, to, to adjust the function of some of those muscles. Um, you know, again, that's not something that I have a level of comfort really talking too much more than that. 
Well, interesting stuff, and uh, thank you for calling in, Matthew. If you've got follow-ups, go ahead and stick around. That's okay, but we do have to take a quick time out. You are listening to Sunshine Care Health and Wellness on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Sunshine Care Health and Wellness here on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Busy morning, had several calls, and I've uh, got another one coming in. Uh, this is uh, Kevin's calling in from Tulsa, and uh, he wants to talk about neurofibromatosis. I think I'm getting that correct. Listen, thank you very much for calling in, Kevin. How can we help you this morning? Uh, thank you, sir. Um, this is a condition that my oldest son, he is uh, 29, and it developed in his early 20s where he would have... Uh, well, I'll just call them tumors or just raised areas around his neck and his eyes that would kind of make his eyes bulge. And he's had to have several operations to remove those. And I understand, I think it's inherited, but I don't know a whole lot about it. So good morning, uh, Kevin. Yes, um, neurofibromatosis is, is a genetic disorder. Um, as it turns out, just like uh, things in medicine, there's a whole lot of things in medicine that for some reason ha- has been named after guys from the past. Um, and it's actually sometimes called von Recklinghausen's disease. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you can drop that at your next dinner party and, and see how that one goes I'm down. <laughs> so, so anyway, it, it is a, 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 a genetic disorder that actually has a couple of different manifestations. And, and the most common one that we see is, is the, the cutaneous manifestations, which are these, you, you actually call them correct, they're tumors. Um, and, and they just start growing on people. And, and when you first see one, you're thinking, what the heck is that? And, and what, what, did, what did I do wrong? And, and then, uh, you know, so oftentimes, exactly. <laughs> uh, oftentimes we actually end up cutting one off and biopsying it. Um, and, a, and a pathologist can look at that underneath the microscope and know exactly what it is because it, there's a very, uh, a, a, a very typical appearance under the microscope of what it looks like. Um, you know, and, and once we can kind of make the diagnosis, then you can kind of tell people, hey, guess what? These are probably going to keep coming. Um, and and un- unfortunately, with, with the the vanity of our country, people often look at those and 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 they 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 roll their eyes. They look at those and and they they judge that person differently than than uh, than everybody else. And 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 that's a, a very unfortunate thing um, because it's nothing that they did wrong. It's nothing that they did to deserve that or cause that, other than be born. Um, you know, and, and they really didn't have much impact on on whether that happened or not either. Um, there's, there's unfortunately not a cure for it. There's not anything that we can do to, to stop them from coming. Um, you know, the, the, one of the things that we do actually have to do, uh, and this goes into some of the genetics of it and some of the, um, the embryology of it, is one of the things that they will monitor is they'll actually monitor for hearing difficulties um, and, and issues with uh, the acoustic nerve. Um, because, like I said, through the embryology and genetics of it, uh, this disorder can affect people's ability to hear um, and, and can actually cause what, what are called acoustic neuromas, um, which can, can cause trouble uh, bo- both with hearing and actually as a space-occupying lesion um, that, that gives trouble. I, I'm, I'm assuming that your son is, is checked pretty regularly for his hearing. 
Uh, yes, sir. He, I would say he probably has to have some of the growths removed about once every year, year and a half. He has uh-huh. to go in. Um, and you spoke of the vanity. Uh, I think he's finally come to grips with that, but you're absolutely correct. He, uh, and I love him to death, and he's a really strong young man, and he works for the state, and he's really made a good life for himself. But he, uh, you know, the bulging, it would make his eyes kind of bulge a little bit. Right. And uh, he was self-conscious about that, but I think he's come to terms with everything, and uh, he'll, he'll be stronger for it. You know, what, what it comes down to is the, the people that know you and love you and that you have in your life, they, they don't care if, if you've got things like that on you. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing that he, he's got to worry about is, is whether it impacts his, his vision, you know, and these things come up, if they come up kind of on on your neck or on your arm or on your back, they don't cause a whole lot of trouble. But if they come up in such a way where they're impacting your vision, um, then absolutely those are the ones that, that we really need to, to get those taken care of. Well, he has a really, he's under good care. And like I said, he's, uh, had some really fancy uh, upper echelon uh, people helping him with that through the years. And, uh, Doctor, I sure appreciate your time this morning. Brother, bless you. I'm, I'm glad. Thank you for calling in. Uh, you know, the, the, the people that call in are kind of what keeps this show going. Um, otherwise, you get to listen to Russell and I blathering back and forth. Nobody and wants that. Sometimes that's interesting. Sometimes it's, it's a little less so. So we, we appreciate it when folks call in. Sounds like your son is, is truly a blessing in your life, uh, and, and I'm glad to hear about it. Yes, sir, and I, I listen to you guys every Sunday on my way to church, and I'm here now, so thank you again. Brother, right. you, you enjoy your Sunday, and uh, and have a great day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Much appreciated, Kevin. Do appreciate it. And uh, we might be able to squeeze in another call. We're getting a little close to the end, but the phone number, 918-460-KRMG, 460-5764, in the Don't Hate the 918 area code. couple minutes left. Um, I have a friend who's having uh, issues, Doc, with uh, numbness in his thigh. Like, not on both sides, but on the left side. And thinks maybe it's bad um, ergonomics on his office chair. Or doesn't know, but says he's increasingly just feeling numb on that upper left thigh. You ever heard of anything like that? And is that possibly a, you know, an issue with a bad seating arrangement or, and, you know, just how concerned do you think he should be? So this is something that we run across pretty often regularly uh, in, in medicine. And what it comes down to is that there's two different reasons why you could have an issue like that. One is, is what we would call a more central lesion, and then one is more of a peripheral situation. You know, central lesion is where the nerve root that comes out of your spinal cord, if it gets pressed on by a disc or by uh, something as it comes out of, of your vertebrae, um, that's a big deal. That's going to cause usually kind of a more widespread um, situation, and, and it's going to be something that will run all the way down to your, uh, to your toes or, or a good part of the way down your leg. Uh, we actually have um, a, a map of what the nerves do on our body. It's called a dermatome map um, that actually let, lets you see uh, wh- which nerve it is that, that takes care of a certain area of our body, and the, and the muscles correspond to that um, yeah, and, and such. So, you know, if, if it's a, if it's a central problem, uh, then you basically kind of need to evaluate that and figure out is, is there a disc or something that's, that's causing trouble? Is there spinal stenosis that's causing trouble? Um, a, a peripheral 
problem, and this sounds more like a peripheral problem on this one. If it's kind of, you would describe it as a, a patch, you know, just just a smaller area of skin um, is is often because of uh, something externally that's pushing on nerves. Um, you know, one of the interesting stories that that, that I've actually had to deal with myself, and um, that that you see and hear sometimes is people that are uh, sitting at a table for an extended period of time. Um, you know, a, a good example of that is sitting at a blackjack table, and you're resting your arms on that table, you know, for an hour or two, and and then all of a sudden you start getting some some tingling numbness to your fingers, um, to, to to part of your arm. Um, a, a lot of times uh, w- when we're sitting in one position and your leg, you know, quote, goes to sleep, um, it, it's, it's not because of a blood flow issue. It's because of uh, an issue with, with external compression of a nerve. And when, when that nerve starts to wake up and, and, and you get that, that really almost tingling burning that comes from it, that, that's what somebody that has peripheral neuropathy deals with all day, every day, 24 hours, 365 so if you've ever wanted to wonder what neuropathy feels like, uh, that feeling you get when your leg starts to wake up after it, quote, goes to sleep, that, that's exactly what they feel like. And they're looking and searching for anything they can do to make that feel better, to make that go away. Um, you know, the hard part is, is that, uh, the, the medicines that I as a physician have to throw at them, I can't guarantee a darn thing that it's going to do anything at all to help. And, and that's the tough part of my job and my career is, you know, I, I get that all the time. There are, that is a frequent complaint that people have. Um, and and we, we don't bat a very high batting average on, on being able to do much about that. Um, while I love some of the alternative treatments that we've got that have really done well. So, guys, y'all keep going. Keep, uh, have a great week. Russell, I appreciate you, brother. Well, I I appreciate you, brother. And I will say the human nervous system is a little complicated. So we're still uh, still kind of mapping that out. Hey, uh, thanks for listening to Sunshine Care Health and Wellness. We're here every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. answering your questions. And we'll be back next Sunday. Count on that. You're listening to it on 102.3 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. And oh, by the way, Money Talk is next. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.